Hello everyone, my name is Farma and you are listening to my podcast, A Lifetime of Talk. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the new Netflix documentary, The Social Dilemma. I'm basically just going to be talking through some points that they made throughout the documentary, sharing my opinion, and in addition to that, I'm also going to be sharing your opinions on social media as well as the documentary. Um, but before we get into this episode, the podcast will be available on google Podcasts, so i just distributed it to that platform as well but so far we're already up on spotify apple Podcasts, stitcher radio public and red circle if you don't know already and i also wanted to mention that i got a lot of comments on the empathy episode which i wanted to say thank you for all of that that like that was just super nice and comforting to get that feedback Not to mention, thank you for all the support and, like, participation in general. I just want to say before we do get into this that I'm recording this on the Sunday that it's supposed to go up. So, maybe procrastinating for the entire week was not a good idea on my part, but it wasn't like I was procrastinating out of just wanting to procrastinate was procrastinating out of the fact that there was so much to do this week and I was exhausted and I was supposed to record either yesterday or like throughout my free periods that I had throughout the week but even then like I just didn't have the time or the motivation or like I just didn't have the time to do that so this is being recorded on the sunday that it's going up which is kind of reckless of me it's literally almost one o'clock and i have two hours two and a half hours to get this up and ready and edited so not only do i have to record this but i'm editing this as well right after so if it does go up on time that would be monumental so we're gonna go through a couple of points I took notes on the documentary as I was watching it, so we're going to cover all of that, or most of it at least, and I'll be sharing my opinions as well as your opinions also a little later on. Firstly, I want to say that the documentary came out this year, and the interesting thing about it is that it is from actual professionals who worked behind the scenes, who are telling us sort of like the the behind the scenes really of social media and all of that and also another thing that they did in this documentary is they had a sort of paralleling paralleling i don't think paralleling is a word but they had a storyline that was sort of like created to parallel what the professionals who were talking about social media were saying so that you had them speaking and then you also had sort of like a, a a movie kind of in a way that was created to parallel what they were saying so you had a family of a couple of kids who were addicted to social media and stuff like that so we got kind of like a combination of a documentary and a movie that was that were paralleling each other and that complemented each other quite nicely so the documentary in and of itself is sort of suggesting that social media is a business with many behind the scenes tactics that are used on its users so social media and technology have three main goals they have engagement which is one of the main goals that you the entire thing is built on keeping people on social media then the second goal is growth and then the third is advertising which is how the money is being made. Advertisers are paying for the information while users are the information and product that is being paid for, which is quite an interesting thing that they said in throughout the movie. Like, if you're not paying for the product, you are the product. So we, as users, are the products, essentially. And these goals are all fueled by the algorithm and the algorithm figures out what to show you in order to keep these three goals maintained everything that people do online is 
basically monitored in a way. The time that someone spends looking at one post, the personality of the person, these are all the things that they were saying and all of that is considered like data that is used in order to fuel social media and its popularity. And from the data that they collect, they make predictions, which is basically the algorithm. They make predictions on what you might want to see and how they could keep you online for as long as possible. The predictions are, like I said, on how someone will behave. So the predictions in a way are kind of monitoring, monitoring, mon, oh my goodness. Every episode, there's a word I can't say. Monitoring. No, that's not what it is. (laughs) That's not how you say it. Monitoring. Basically, they're monitoring what you do and how you behave. And if they can make more accurate predictions based on that, then they can keep us on for a longer period of time. And that's the goal. So this model, aka the algorithm, is basically created to help predict what our next move is which when you think about it is a little bit crazy but we move the people who created these products are constantly working towards keeping users engaged by using our own psychology against us which is something that they prefaced in the movie as well in the documentary sorry as well what they're doing is asking themselves how can we use the user's psychology and the psychology of what persuades people And how can we use that to build into technology? And so learning how to make technology more persuasive can assist in developing unconscious habits in social media users. This is a term that they called growth hacking in the documentary. And so growth hacking is hacking people's psychology to get more growth. And users are continuously being experimented on in order to develop the most optimal way to keep users engaged. This can affect real-world behaviors without ever triggering the user's awareness. And that was like such an interesting concept because when they talk about not triggering the user's awareness, it's in the documentary they say this as well, is that they're making small, slight changes that we can't really notice and we can't really understand and comprehend in our minds but these small changes are working towards making us more engaged and addicting us in a way to social media but I'll leave my thoughts on that till the to the end but moving on to the next point the truth about it is that this documentary is telling us every way in which social media or most ways i'm sure they didn't tell us everything but they tell us most ways in which social media is working in manipulative ways in order to keep us hooked and one of that the many concepts explored in the documentary is that social media is demanding emotionally demanding mentally demanding it's it's just demanding in every way and this quote perfectly highlights the thought of that so i think it was um tristan i think he was one of the the guys who was speaking he said that if something is a tool it's waiting patiently for when you need it and when something is not a tool it is constantly demanding something of you again i have thoughts on all of this but i'm trying to leave them all to the end i just want to get essence of the documentary i want to relay that to you and then talk about my opinions and your opinions at the end so moving on finding connection is a basic human necessity and social media is a drug so pairing the human need for connection with social media makes us feel like we're being fulfilled when really we're being drained of true in-person real-life authentic connections not to mention technology is advancing in such a quick way and in such a quick rate and the rate that we are going at is hard to adapt to since it's going so quickly technology is adapting rapidly human beings were not adapting or developing at that same rate and this is where things get a little bit this is where i 
got a little bit side eye e is when they started talking about AI already running the world, which I understand them saying that, but they basically said that AI already runs the world and that computers are running extremely complicated programs that are just constantly being talked and that human beings don't fully comprehend. They're talking about how the only goal that AI really has is making a profit. What they've said is that they've built the machines and now that the machines are building themselves, which maybe I just don't understand technology. I I don't, actually. I I 101% do not understand technology in the way that I think that they do, but the way that they said that was like psyched me out because I was like the machine is building itself I mean it I guess it kind of does make sense in the way that they were saying it but it was quite bizarre of that to be said so explicitly now we get to what's wrong with the tech industry and social media now we get to saying really like what are the fundamental issues with social media for this i created a bullet point list essentially just highlighting a couple of the things that they say are wrong or some of the things that they like would bring up over and over again so i went for like the most outstanding quote unquote ones so mental health issues due to social media use was like the biggest one that I think they one of the biggest ones that they mentioned and also one that I was like okay yeah I can see that like I can understand and identify that as well so self-worth and identity is being taken over by social media and they talk about this idea that we now look for approval we look for social approval and they bring up the concept of short-term popularity and so with short-term popularity you constantly are in a cycle that you want to keep going so because it's so short-term you keep looking to have that be repeated multiple times so multiple short-term um periods of having popularity there was a huge increase in depression and anxiety that began in the years 2011 to 2013 around that time and just before i go into this next section i just want to put a trigger warning for self-harm suicide um and anything sort of adjacent to that if that's something that you are like you don't want to go into too much then skip ahead skip ahead like three four minutes and i'll be done with that talk but i just wanted to put that trigger warning out there before i get into this section teenage girls in the u.s because this was a u.s based this is u.s based data so teenage girls being admitted to hospitals after harming themselves out of 100,000, uh, the number of teens was steady until up until 2011 and then spiked and began becoming very unsteady after that time. And so the increase of that was 62% for older teen girls and up, get this, 189% for preteen girls. The same observation could be made for suicide rates as well. So older teens, that went up 70%, while with preteen girls, it went up 151%. Those are, those numbers are insane. That is a frightening number and like percentage increase to see. Undoubtedly, you can say that Gen Z has been affected by social media and because we've been brought into this as like the first generation to grow up with social media in the way that we have, that 
we there's a lot of learning to be done about self-worth and self-acceptance acceptance and like self-love and all of that which is something that I think we do kind of talk about but I think emphasizing the increase of depression and anxiety was something that they kind of really had to emphasize what they mention is that these services are manipulating our attention they're manipulating our standard of beauty and the protection of children again something that they said so the protection of children is being lost and the regulations that used to be on tv to protect kids aren't used in current digital technology moving on from that being the first bullet point so the second bullet point of what is wrong with the tech industry and social media is that people have now become addicted to social media we've become so attached and we are unable to detach from it when that is necessary third again another bizarre one is fake news and the traveling and sharing of fake news so because information has turned into something that is spread by literally anyone fake news is so easy to be shared around amongst people this fake news it kind of speaks for itself but to elaborate the documentary suggests that fake news has a very terrifying impact on the way that people are in general and not to mention personalized news which is what I want to call it that's I, I mean that's not what it's I don't know if that's a thing personalized news but basically it's the construction of having the information that people receive and search for be personalized to their own views and the views of the people who are around them. The documentary very clearly states in the trailer as well that misinformation outweighs factual information at a rate at a six to one ratio. The information that is being shared is like so outrageous that it's like like they they use outrage in a way to move the media in the way that they move it. And not only does outrage get more attention but outrage sells we could talk about that outrage does sell and it does build certain businesses up but that's not what this episode is about i won't get too much into that but that was the entire movie that was me kind of trying to summarize it in the best way that i could and going through the notes that i made and whatnot so i hope that wasn't too much information it i feel like it was a lot of information but I condensed the one hour and 30 minutes into as little time as I could. So I might have not covered every single point, but essentially that's what the documentary is about. So I just want to go through my own thoughts as well as yours on social media and the documentary. I've been waiting to talk about my thoughts and your thoughts. So I prepared a few questions specific to this and they were shared on my instagram at a lifetime of talk if you're not already following it follow that account on instagram i'll start by sharing some of your opinions and then i'll share my responses and overall thoughts at the end because i have quite a lot to say the questions that i asked there were quite a lot of questions the question that i asked were at what age did you create your first social media account what do you think are the benefits of social media what do you think are the issues with social media and in your opinion which one outweighs the other the positives or the negatives and then I also and then I asked more specific questions to the social dilemma so I asked if you all watched it and if so what your opinions were and if you learned anything new if any of your views have changed since watching it so let's go through your responses I haven't read through all of them so I'm like looking at some of these and these are like interesting at what age did you create your first social media account and i basically made this like a what's it called a poll so before 13 was one 
side of the pool and then 13 and after was the other side of the pool and 70% of you said that you made your first social media accounts before 13 and then 30% of you said that you created your first social media account um, 13 and after. I wanted to ask this question because I just wanted to see like what is the general age in which people created social media accounts and did you like kind of like grow up with it or not and also to see if the age that you created the social media account in might have possibly affected your opinions on like the benefits and the issues and all that speaking of benefits that was the next question so there's so many answers where do i start oh my goodness oh my goodness oh my goodness okay so the benefits that were shared were communication spreading info creativity keeping up with favorite artists staying connected with family and friends um especially now that we're in lockdown long distance communication keeping up with friends and just having uh fun when you're bored education exposure and new opportunities expressing yourself and being creative on it and also reaching a lot of people and raising awareness getting inspired by others linking people together it's kind of fun for creativity and you really get the chance to meet people and connect with them especially people with the same likes as you and then again basically being able to communicate with friends and family comes up a lot uh, being able to express oneself. I really love that one. Singing, dancing photos, etc. Learning new information. Meeting new people. Communicating. Being inspired and being motivated by the posts that you see and the stories you hear. Getting to share experiences. Keeping up with people and remembering that there are, that there are the realities other than yours that's a good one that's a really good one i like that one moving on to the issues Ooh, we got thoughts we got thoughts okay so cancel culture yeah cancel culture unrealistic expectations so body image and like lifestyle and then also cyberbullying the misuse of cancel culture that came up again uh, polarization due to the algorithms for sure the movie mentioned that unrealistic expectations addiction false representation dangerous so strangers exposure to dangerous lifestyle etc and a lot of information at a young age when the brain is still developing plus misinformation i think that was a big one as well mental health self-love body image issues glamorization of certain things so drugs life etc it's too addictive you become obsessed with it and it begins to cloud your mind with loads of info bombing for sure agree with that and it can harm your view on yourself and generally negatively impact mental health false information spreads quickly it can be used for a lot of bad so grooming, sexual harassment, spreading CP. Oh my god. The first time I read this one, this specific one, so uh, spreading CP, I was so confused for like 30 minutes. I was looking at that, that, like CP, and I was like, what is that? And if the person is listening, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm assuming that it's child pornography? I believe that's what you're trying to say with CP. But for, uh, like, I was so confused when I saw that. I, I don't know if it's just me who's, was, uh, my brain is just not working anymore. But yeah, that was, I was confused about that. But I believe it's child pornography. But correct me if you're, if I'm wrong, um, if you're listening the next person said that it has no true limits and is made to addict and manipulate without transparency transparency for users the next question that i asked was which one you thought outweighs the other so the positives or the negatives and why and 
the response was 75% of you said that the positives outweigh the negatives. 25% said that the negatives outweigh the positives. So these are the reasons that you listed why. So let's go with the positives outweighing the negatives first. I'll try to get that first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do that. Because the main purpose of it is positive, keeping up with friends, creativity, etc. The next person said, if you're educated on the use of social media and the, and are of an appropriate age, it can do more. So I'm, I'm assuming that they mean it can do more good. The next person said, to be honest, not sure if it's true, but when used the right way, it can be a powerful weapon for change. I love that. It can also be let creatives reach each other and share work and make money. And then the next person said, as a society, we haven't been able to share information as effectively as we do now. Fair point. The next person said, because it gives us many opportunities. And then the next person said, I think with control, you can outweigh the bad, but you really have to have self-control to... I read that all out of order. Let's try that again. I think with control, you can outweigh the bad, but you really have to have self-control to decide when to stop and what is enough. I went off on IG for a while and I've genuinely never felt better, but if, but it also, but if all, but it is also a hub for my communication with people. Oh my God, girl. I literally like stumbled on my words. I'm so sorry. Next person said, it's been a big part of my life, so it's hard to imagine it without social media. Those were, was that it? I think those are all the positives. And then the person who said negative, what did they say? The person who said negative said that it is harming many generations and has a huge influence on things, even politics, which is a point of view that I can absolutely understand and feel as well the next few questions were on the social dilemma so the first one was have you watched the social dilemma and if so what are your opinions on it <laughs> these these questions and like the responses to these next few questions actually really uh, got me because i related to it so much and some of the things that were said were actually really funny <laughs> So, uh, people said, so the first person said, it is really disturbing to see the reality, the reality of it and makes you want to really understand your social media. The next person said, it's interesting and good that the negative aspects of social media are being talked about, but it only shows the negatives and feels a tiny bit fear-mongering. Girl, when we get to my opinion, we'll talk about that as well. I think everyone blames social media, but nobody realizes that human beings are behind all of that. It's the way I want to clap right now. A huge round of applause for that opinion because I totally agree. They didn't finish though. They also said it's a human creation and it's all about ethics. The problem is humans don't respect ethics. Listen, maybe we, I feel like we need to sit on that for a little bit longer, but I'll move on to the next person. Next person said, I'm halfway through and it's really just saying info. Lots of people know over scary music. That that response made me laugh, actually. Like, I chuckled uh, when I read that response because I was like, yeah, that's absolutely what they're doing. Next person said, it's good and actually shows the truth behind who's responsible. <laughs> Next person said, it's boring as S, but also hella informative. And then the next person said, it's okay, but not really groundbreaking. <laughs> this response also made me laugh. Hella, inf hella insightful, a little exaggerated, but Netflix gotta get that bag, so I get it. And then the last person said, makes you understand that the truth is completely different for different people, which is scary. Okay, we got a couple of questions left, and I'm actually loving reading through these responses. So the next question was, have you learned anything new? The responses that we got were, no, not really. <laughs> the next response was, didn't learn anything, but there are some pretty cool realizations, e.g. media is filtered per person. And then 
that one guy unironically addicted to his email lol pick a better app the way i laughed when he said i'm addicted to my email i didn't mean to laugh either it just came out because it was like i did not expect like out of all the apps to say email i mean i understand but i actually i don't understand but i'm gonna say i understand and keep it pushing next person said that they learned how the algorithms work how software designers know how to fuel addiction and then the last two responses second to last response was that the feature on instagram of reloading the explore page intentionally releases dopamine and then the last response was that social media addiction and insecurities caused by social media aren't the user's fault and finally last question that you all responded to was have any of your views on social media changed since watching it these responses man i really can't nope just flat out nope second response was a little now i know how much is actually programmed and not coincidences slash glitches and the next one was purr <laughs> and then the next response was i think social media really becomes harmful when people forget that you can only see what people want you to see next person said it's worse than i thought it was and then this is a two-part one so no i think i knew it was toxic before and i already have taken and i have already taken personal steps to distance myself from the platforms i deem most toxic which is something i can relate to as well like creating a more healthy relationship with social media for sure so i can relate to trying to like distance yourself and taking personal steps towards that the next person said it made me want to stop using social media as much but my usage hasn't really changed um there's no shame in that i guess if as long as you're like you're you're good mentally then i feel like it shouldn't be that huge of a deal especially now bro like the way the pressure is really on i think we should be able to like i don't know have that time to relax and social media i know for a lot of people is that time to relax so it depends really on the type of person that you are in the relationship that you have with social media and then the next person said that yes they have it made me realize how i falsely feel in control of what i do online which is a terrifying thought honestly and again like i said it kind of depends on the person that you are and how your relationship with social media is because to an extent i can understand that comment about feeling false sense of control but then i do think we do have the control at the end of the day we just have to figure out how to implement that control in healthy ways in order to preserve and protect ourselves if you look at it both ways like yes there there is a controlling sense behind social media and all that but we do have control i think it's just taking power of that control so now that we've gone through all of your responses i'll be going through my answers my responses and just my overall thoughts before i get into that thank you thank you thank you for participating if you did these responses were great i loved them i chuckled on a lot of them and it was super fun getting to interact in that way so thank you for sharing your responses if you did and if again if you want to in the future if i possibly do this again then it will most probably be shared these questions or questions of this sort will probably be shared on my instagram at a lifetime of talk so go there and follow that account if you haven't already in order to participate in the future possibly so let's get into my answers i created my first social media account before 13 
and more specifically at the ages of like 10 to 12 i can't really remember when the first account was created but i know for sure it was before 13 and in terms of the benefits of social media i think that like connection between human beings which is something that you guys mentioned a lot as well is like one of the biggest benefits and then opportunity to build businesses which is again something that a couple of you mentioned as well and then spreading awareness on issues going on in the world and then on the flip side some of the issues with social media are that it builds onto body image issues it also sets unrealistic lifestyle standards for for some people and then also being open to such a like huge platform in which you can be judged by such a large group of people that was another thing that like came to my mind when i thought of the issues with social media and then in my opinion the one that outweighs the other positives or negatives i said that it depends on the person I think it depends on the way that you use social media and why they use social media and at what age they use social media as well. I think that plays a factor into that. just really depends on the person. And like with most things, there's a positive and a negative. And I think that the person is what makes the distinction of which one outweighs the other clear. However, it can like absolutely not be denied that the exposure of social media has caused a drastic impact on a lot of people and some of those impacts have been very negative and I mentioned it before when I talk about what are the negatives of social media that the documentary states and I, I have to admit that those are such drastic um, changes that we saw in the percentages of mental health issues within people for sure and so those impacts are just larger scales I think of what tends to happen in the outside world so my opinions on it are that it's fascinating and scary not being able to completely comprehend social media and how it works because I still, after watching it, don't feel like I fully understand the inner workings of it. However, I think that because of the documentary's major focus on the negatives, it's trying more so to paint a picture of the negative side of social media, which is understandable because that's that's in, that's what I'm sure they sought out to do, is to just focus on the negative side. But at the end of the day being presented with both sides is key to letting each person decide whether the positives outweigh the negatives or whether the negatives outweigh the positives and at the end of the day we are so deeply interconnected with with technology in our everyday lives and in order to have a healthy relationship with social media we have to be conscious of both the positives and the negatives. I don't believe that social media will be something that we give up necessarily because it's been integrated into our lives. I don't feel like the concept that they were trying to portray is something that I didn't know like in the movie basically just the things that they were talking about it's it didn't feel like i mean it did some of the things did feel like new information but i think overall what they were trying to bring out is things that a lot of people already know i mean i'm glad that i know these things and i'm aware of these things but the 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 concept is something that we kind of all already can tell in in a way and then in terms of anything new that I've learned, I feel like I learned kind of specific details. So like the complexity of social media's algorithm and just technology as a whole 
so there's there's very specific things that I think were like new discoveries for me the last question was um if any of my views have changed since watching it I'm not gonna say no because I feel slightly more aware of certain things but I don't think any major life changes are going to be taken on my part yeah that's all I'll say when I say my heart almost sank because I wanted to hear what I had just previously said because I just took a break to drink some water and I couldn't hear a thing and I thought nothing was none of what I had just said in the past 50 minutes has been recorded and my heart almost like I I almost lost it for a second there but we're we're good we're good I figured it out we're good so let's move on to the last question I think we were on right so if any of my views have changed no I answered this but I basically just said that like it's slightly changed not really my like I'm not gonna make any changes any major changes at least I think small changes in terms of like being more conscious and making more decisions that are preserving my mental health and stuff like that and I I've done a lot of that in the past week after watching it and I don't know if it came out of me watching the documentary as much as it was just like I really wanted to do make some of those changes already and the documentary just reminded me of that but yeah I had a one of the changes that I made just briefly going on a tangent is that I deleted or deactivated one of the Instagram accounts that I did have like the old one the first one that I made no I don't think I deactivated it I deleted it and so as soon as I deleted it I'm I'm literally not joking as soon as I deleted it, I searched up how to undelete an Instagram account because it was so just in the spur in the spur of the moment is that a saying it was so like just in the moment that I was like ah deleting it and then deleted it and like never and then immediately I was like wait what did you just do and then I searched how to undelete and then I, I when I looked at like all the all the websites that Google was recommending me of like how to undelete I was like no I don't want to undelete it I deleted it I made that decision and although it was a very rash decision to make I'm not gonna go back on that I'm very glad that I did delete it because first of all I was never using it really I follow more people that I don't want to follow on on that account that I deleted than I do on the account that I use now the account that I use now I am not really following anyone that I don't want to follow on the other account I was following a bunch of people that I didn't want to follow and like you could be thinking like oh you could have just gone and unfollowed it those people uh yeah sure I just didn't want to plus I don't use the account so I was like there's no point plus a bunch of people I had like 50 plus requests of people trying to follow that account and I always feel bad because I'm like do they know that I literally don't ever use it like you're not getting it's not like it's a spam account so you're not getting any like there's no point really in following it especially if you're not if we don't interact in a way where it's like you would text me plus I don't check that account but and the last message that I'd had on that account was like from a year ago I just don't see the point in holding on to that account because it doesn't mean a thing to me well it does kind of because why would I search how to undelete it I mean like the tags and stuff like that a lot of the tags were from like older days and it does kind of make you want to reminisce and like all the messages that I had on that account kind of does like because before I deleted it I went through some of the older messages and I was like oh my god all of these different group chats that I was in and all of these different people that I used to interact with and that I don't now and I was like why like sure it's nice to like look at the past and like all of that but I just didn't want to hold on to the account anymore so I deleted it and you might be thinking like this is such a dumb like 
thing to to talk about because it's like not that big of a deal but I think it was just one like minor thing that I kind of wanted to take control of and like just let go of because there was no need for me to hold on to it which sounds very dramatic I know but it's it's just like a, a minor change that I made that I feel like was me kind of taking charge of that also because I've noticed a lot of my social media like usage patterns and I'm trying to work on a lot of those things but I think we'll maybe like talk about things like that in possibly like future episodes because I don't think social media is like a topic that ever really goes away I think it's something that we can talk about for a while now on to my overall thoughts on the documentary just to wrap this all up is that (laughs) okay the documentary was an hour and 30 minutes of them talking about the negatives and five minutes possibly talking about the positives and when i say five minutes i am that is a huge stretch it was literally like a minute or like a minute and a little like 15 seconds possibly at most and you know what i'm not gonna fault them for wanting to spread the awareness of like all the negatives in fact i think that that's something that we do need to hear but i just don't think we can make large-scale changes at this point which i don't think they really suggested making large change like large-scale changes i think they insinuated it in some ways or maybe insinuated making smaller life changes uh, which i think is good but i think yeah i think we need to focus more on like making small lifestyle changes within ourselves and like it needs to be more of a personal thing i just truly don't think that the changes can be made by the people who made social media because i mean you I don't want to say you got us into this mess in the first place but like essentially you got us into this mess in the first place i don't really think you're gonna get us out because we're so deep into it at this point and the key thing that stuck out to me in this documentary was the large increase in people whose body image and self-worth were being affected by social media i think that to improve the state of this dilemma we need to make resources more accessible for people who are struggling with their mental health i think that's one of the things that they kind of missed out on and i think that's one of the things that we as a society constantly miss out on when having conversation about social media is we talk about all the negatives we talk about some of the positives and then we don't provide the resources for where to get help how to get help how to talk about some of these things so i think that that's something that could have been improved is give us the resources when we talk about social media give us the resources to know where to ask of help to know who to ask help from and to know that there are resources available if we are struggling with some of these things that they did mention in the movie so i think that that was kind of like one of the things that was that i wish they had done is provide resources for those people who need that access to be um, given to them and I think that that's something that we miss out a lot even with conversations in school like I feel like they they briefly mention the the resources that you have to talk to people but I don't think they fully instill that there are resources available and that they can find those resources all around them and I also feel like social media and the internet is such a huge thing and like even if as young adults and as teenagers and as preteens we decide that we want to search for help 
the world is such a huge thing the internet is such a huge thing you don't even know where to start and so providing people with the place to start learning about their mental health and being able to access certain things is what we need to do in order to possibly see a shift so that's just the tiny like small um tidbit that i would have added possibly to that um documentary and also just conversations about social media as well that's kind of one of the things that i wish we'd focus on more and i do see it kind of being brought up more and more as we talk about certain things more and i think that that's great and hopefully that can continue to persevere in the future is having these resources accessible to as many people as possible and to the people who really need it and yeah that was it for this episode thank you so much for participating if you did i loved reading through those responses also oh my goodness i have an hour and 30 minutes to edit this so if you're listening to this and if you got this far um just applaud into the air for me that would be really nice because i i tried to get this up i'm trying to get this up by 3 30 and i really need to get into it i should stop rambling as soon as possible just to mention again if you want to listen to my podcast you can listen to it on spotify apple podcast stitcher radio public and it is and red circle as well and it is soon coming to google podcast if you are a google podcast listener um and again thank you thank you thank you for the support and the participation and all of that that was super lovely for me to integrate into this podcast episode hopefully we can do that in the future as well and if you want to participate in the future go follow me at a lifetime of talk on instagram and that is where i will probably do more interactive things like that in the future if i do do that and i hope you have an amazing rest of your day goodbye